going on everybody dr chris featherstone here for yet another episode of the legion of raw with my man the former wcw world heavyweight champion former wwe head writer he is none other than vince russo That uh, round of applause was for my uh, foofy hair. I got I got foofy uh, hair tonight. Uh, foofy. Long day, man. Long day. Bro, worked in the... Did work all day, then worked in the yard, then barbecued, bro. Barbecued, nice. Then sat through raw, bro. Long, long, long day. This is the uh, tail end of it, bro. Indeed, man. Indeed. Uh, happy to spend the tail end of your foofy hair day with you man it's uh, always a pleasure so. yes you too uh you too dr chris indeed man we've already got super chats man so let's jump right into them we've got john charles 499 super chat bro <laughs> triple h is like the nancy pelosi of pro wrestling he is gonna be here for 40 more years and burn the company down to the ground Vince, what are your thoughts on that? I, I got another question. Thank you very much, uh, John. I got another question pertaining to Triple H. I was looking at Triple H closely tonight in the ring. Yeah. Listen, bro, I've aged, but thank God I have I have gone and experienced nowhere the stress level that Triple H had. I can't even imagine, okay? With that being said, bro, I got a question. Uh, Chris, maybe you can answer this. Maybe Sports uh, Kita Nation can answer this. Bro, did Triple H shave his head because he was balding, or did he just shave his head? I, I believe it was like a, a corporate decision. Like he was just kind of getting into corporate land and just decided to shave his head because he had a full head of hair last time I uh, remember. Right? Before. No, I, I don't think so, bro. I don't think he went straight to the bald head. I think he kind of had like a, a, a crew cut. No, he still had a – well – he had a he went from like the the hair to he chopped it all out. He had a little bit on the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Bro, I I I got to be honest with you, bro. Like I I think the guy looks horrible, bald-headed. That, that's why I'm asking the question. So like I honestly didn't know. Bro, are you bald because you have no other choice uh, or do you think uh that's a good look? I I I don't I don't th I never thought the bald thing was a good look for Triple H. What about the what about the long hair? Do you like? He look great, bro. I, bro, I'm, 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 you know, you guys know on Russo'sBrand.com, I do the Attitude Era. Mm -hmm. He looks like a he looks like Fabio, bro. He looks like a matinee <laughs> idol. That that's why I'm saying. I mean, I I remember working with that guy, and I'm looking at him today with the 
with the lines on the forehead and the red eyes and the uh, bro like seriously man very stressful job in WWE. very stressful bro very very I, I i gotta tell you chris and i listen honestly bro a i don't care how much money it pays you b i don't care how much you love it that type of stress literally taking years off your life literally taking years off your life bro yeah for sure man absolutely and he is he's born in july of 69 if i'm not mistaken so that's um 54 be 54 this year yeah yeah mm. Mm. so yeah man so 54 man with uh uh man that that wwe job uh I mean, you've you've been there, man. You 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 know how stressful it can get. Especially- yes, I do, and that's why I was five and out, bro. And I'm so yeah. glad, bro. There there are people that would like to think I regretted going to WCW, bro. I never regretted it for a day. I mean, you know, obviously things didn't work out at WCW the way I would have liked them to, but I never regretted leaving for one single day when I left. Money was better in WWE or WCW. Uh, WCW was a little better, but it was it, it, it money wasn't the issue. I mean, you, you know that it wasn't the yeah, issue. Right. But um, yeah, bro, I gave five years of my life, and I was I was done. I was absolutely done. Yeah, yeah. Triple H, uh, he's not only is he fifty, almost fifty four with his position. He's he's been putting on a lot of hats over the years too man so it makes it even more difficult it's not just him doing a, a role in a specific thing there was time when vince mcmahon was gone he had a couple big hats so i can definitely see the stress that's involved and bro that's the thing 54 you know i'm 62 now chris i'm telling you man when when i start to feel things are too much i'll cut back yeah. bro you you don't do that at the WWE. Oh. You, you you don't have a choice, bro. So it doesn't matter 54, 56, 58, 60. It doesn't matter, bro. That's why I'm so lucky to be able to, you know, work in my own pace and not not have the uh, the stress of the wrestling business, bro. Yeah, you're your own boss and you work from home, man. So, yeah, yep. you can be better than that, that's for sure. Andrew Cool, 499, Super Chat, bro. CM Punk was backstage for all, but security kicked him out. I feel like CM Punk needs to earn trust from both WWE and AEW locker room. Your thoughts on CM Punk? I don't think CM Punk needs to earn trust from anybody. Listen, bro, CM Punk is a millionaire many times over. Uh, He had a dream that he wanted to do MMA. He followed that dream. It was not successful, but he still followed it through. Uh, I think CM Punk is in a position really to do whatever he wants to do. Uh, CM Punk can get hired doing other things on the CM Punk name alone. Remember when Fox hired him? I believe it was Fox. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't need to earn anybody's trust, bro. Give, give me a break. He's not a kid. He's not as. How old is CM Punk, Chris? How old? He's got to be close to fifty. He's born in seventy-eight, so he'll be forty-five this year. Forty-five. Yeah, come on, bro. He's a, he's a grown man. He's been successful. He's got money in the bank. Uh, he doesn't need to earn trust. Uh, October of seventy eight. Yep. So it'll be forty five in October. Yep. <clears throat> so, yeah. I mean, he uh, 
he doesn't need he doesn't need to earn trust. No, <laughs> like he doesn't need to earn trust. I would say um, bury some hatchets. I mean, him and Triple H did have some heat, you know, before he left. I mean, he didn't leave on a bad note. I mean, he, he just he, he kind of walked out on his during his feud with Kane, you know, during the Royal Rumble, and didn't come back. And uh, Vince McMahon was petty. I heard that uh, he got fired on his wedding day, if I'm not mistaken. And so yeah. that was just that was super petty, man. So um, could it could have been intentional. Perhaps. I mean, that's definitely something that uh, Vincent Co. could do for sure. So uh, I think uh, if you wanted retribution to what CM Punk did for uh, to you, firing on him on his wedding day would definitely be uh, something that would get back that you, he doesn't owe you anything anymore after that. I mean, you know, Vince McMahon and company, they bury hatchets all the time. I mean, they've had heat with Savage. They've had heat with Warrior. You know, they bury hatchets all the time. So CM Punk's no different. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you can definitely see him doing that, you know, per- perhaps patching things up. Uh, it's been almost 10 years, I believe, since he's really had a conversation with Triple H. So patching things up. Uh, uh, so so the, the talk, the rumors is it wasn't a, it wasn't like a force out. It was more like a, you know, we don't want any type of, contract issues going on he's under AEW contract backstage in wwe we don't want any type of craziness going on when it comes to that so we're gonna you know politely ask you to leave it wasn't some big bro which is which is which is kind of ridiculous bro if i play for the uh los angeles dodgers Mm -hmm. and i have a day off and I want to go visit my friend who's a San Francisco giant. Yeah. Are they going to escort me out? Bro, that, bro that's, that is so – that is wrestling in a freaking yeah. nutshell, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Because the guy has a contract with AEW, he can't visit – yeah. Bro, it's – Yep. I swear to God, professional wrestling is at like the lowest elementary level. Yeah. Bro, you could ever imagine for, for 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 things like that, which are just freaking comical, bro. <laughs> and they're all independent contractors, like right, that. right, Don't right. That. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Joseph Gonzalez, nine 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 super cut group. In my opinion, it's a mistake to make this belt without Roman losing first, as whoever wins it will be second fiddle to him. I can't believe Triple H made a compensation belt for Cody. So much for finishing the story. Hmm. Yeah, let's wait till we get to that. There there were two very, very kabuki-ish things on this show. Now, major things, major things, too, bro, on this show that I'm sure we'll get into. Indeed. Rollin, 199, Super Chat Group. There you go, bro. There you go. Yes. 1999 Slammy Award for best. He had great hair, man. He had great hair. His hair was better. Triple H's hair in his prime was better than Ali's hair, bro. It was pretty good, man, especially when he would uh, do the water gimmick and have the have this. uh, We talked about the stringy hair before, right? Pour the water on it, have the stringy look. And then when he would do the the gimmick, you know, with the uh, spitting the water out, hair would slick back and have that feel to it too it was a it was a real triple h has one of the best entrances uh in pro wrestling history i would definitely give him that man yeah we got johnny slice it's a pretty cool name 
Johnny Slice, baby. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, you Johnny. Thank you. Read it, Chris. I will. I will. Here we go. $5 Super Chat. He says, when Triple H first came out, I thought it was Uncle Howdy for a second. My dude needs a vacay. With some thank stuff. you. It's very good. Very we got to say it, Johnny. We got to be honest, Johnny. The guy looks like crap. I'm sorry, man. The guy, he does need a vacation. He needs something, bro. Bro, when my dad was here, Chris, me and my dad went and got a pedicure. Maybe he just needs a pedicure, Triple H. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I think he needs a petty. Um, yeah. Many petties are good for your health, man. You know, yes. It's, uh, it, it's great. My wife actually asked me uh, recently about, uh, hey, because, you know, during the uh, uh, warmer uh season spring and summer uh, my wife and i we well we go date night we have a date night every weekend and so we because we were foodies we like going to nice restaurants and things like that but during the warmer seasons when you you know you, i'm a big fan of nice manis and patties you know i mean especially for guys you know guys not cheap patties. though bro not cheap oh no 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 like some some top-notch manny patties man no i mean they're not cheap Bro. They're not cheap. Oh no, no, no! They're not cheap. No, they're not cheap, bro. That's what I meant. They're I'm, not cheap, bro. And I'm paying for both of them, so yes. it's pretty penny for both of them. So we, uh, we do dual manis and petties, and we talk, you know, and just kind of catch up for the week while we're having some good manis and petties together. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, very it's, nice. It's great, great date night. Uh, uh, take note for that, SK Nation. Uh, take your girl out. Guys, take your girls out to uh, to the spa and get you some Manny Petties. They like that. So, all right. Speaking of Manny Petty, someone who's well groomed, he goes by the name of Cody Rhodes. Uh, he had, cuts an in ring promo. He gets interrupted by Finn Balor. Uh, Vince Russo, why Finn Balor interrupt? Like, why Be was the Finn Balor before we even even get to the Finn Balor? Not for Joey. Yeah, give me a timeout. Okay. Give me, give me a right, joke. Right. Give me a joke. Here we go. It's been a while, but here we go, Joey. Out. Time out. Time out, Joey. 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 Before we even get to the Finn Bell part, bro, P listen, I've got a history of saying things that become that come to fruition and become true. Chris, you are a psychologist. Every single show I go to your field. Bro, this was a heel promo. <laughs> Look at what he said in this promo. First of all, bro, he, he takes his cufflinks off. Yes, bro, anybody out there in sports, Kiva, anybody in that crowd tonight, I would love to know the last time anybody in that crowd spoke Sported a pair of cufflinks. Number one, Chris. You know, listen. You're a doctor. You're you're on a different level, Chris. I think the last time I put on a pair of cufflinks was when I went to a wedding when I was 12 years old. Very nice. So first he takes the cufflinks, then he does the Chippendale striptease. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Next next thing we know, he shows his scar, which, bro, with all due respect is a little tiny baby scar. I mean, bro, I've seen scars. I mean, my God, Chris, I've known athletes. Bro, you know when those athletes have those knee surgeries? Oh, yeah. And the scar is like, bro, like, I've seen a million of those. I've had three back surgeries. That Thank you. Much Thank you. So he's got a little boo-boo scar. Yeah. Then he says, well, 
you all put a heroic spin on it. And I'm like, who the <laughs> freak is this guy? Like, this is so, so cocky and so, oh, yeah, well, you guys put a heroic spin on it. Then he goes, bro, well, there's a reason I don't talk about it. I'm like, bro, you're talking about it. Yeah. Like, what, what, what reason don't you talk about it? You're talking about And, bro, all I could think about was, I swear to God, bro, all I could think about was, Freaking Cody, Cody, Cody's got a boo-boo. Cody's got a boo-boo. And, you know, just putting himself over, putting himself over. And then the heel comes out mm -hmm. and says, Cody, we've all got scars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's the heel saying that yeah. to the baby face. Now, guys, <laughs> listen to what I'm saying. It should be the other way around. The right. heel should be showing his little boo-boo and say, well, you guys made me a hero. But the reason I don't really talk about it, even though I'm talking about it now, and then the baby would come out and say, bro, we've all got are you, bro, if they are, if he is not going to have a dramatic heel turn, I got about, bro, I got about 50 hats in this, uh, in this office. Mm -hmm. If he is not going to make a heel turn quickly within the next year, I will eat one of these hats. I will put salt and, bro, this was a 100%. The, 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 I, bro, seriously? If the crowd wasn't conditioned, an a-hole chat should have broken out. Oh, you got a little boo-boo, and you know, you, you, but you're you're a hero, bro. But you don't really talk about it. But you talk. What, Chris? Am I wrong with this? You're not. I mean, it definitely was a it definitely was a heel promo. It definitely made him um, one look again look and feel better than the crowd he's pulling out cufflinks and looking like a chippendale uh looking better than everyone uh in the crowd and then he embellishes heels embellish all the time that's the point of a heel is to embellish yes yes and cody chris. embellished all <laughs> the time do. bro Indeed. Yeah. I mean, Chris, like you said, do you know how many of those guys have had, you know, vertebrae fused, oh, back yeah. injuries, neck injuries, broken necks, bro, knee replacements, hip replacements? Oh, look, everybody, I tore a peck. I like <laughs> really, bro? Yeah. What? Yeah. I think he was trying to really uh elicit the trying to make some type of relativity you know relatedness or or some type of correlation bonding with chicago the last time i was here was when i had my gimmick here i mean you know it, it, it was true it was real i mean I, i've never torn my pec i've had three back surgeries but i've never torn my pec i from what i've known i've been in you know an athlete for several several i mean all my life i've had i've known people and they've said it was pretty pretty intense uh, but at the same time, if we, if you know, Chris, yeah, it was intense, but don't, don't compare scars though. I mean, Chris, like, let me, let me, let me tell you a little story about, uh, about, uh, Benny Roo. Let me tell you a little story about Benny Roo. Bro. I remember I played baseball up until I was probably about 18 years old and I loved playing baseball. Okay. So bro, I vowed 
when I was 30 years old, I was going to play baseball in the 30 and over league. Okay. I vowed that I was going to do, bro. And I was a catcher. So we were at 30 years old, I'm catching. And bro, in this league, there were a lot of former college athletes. Like I was way out of my league. Chris, I don't know what I did, but like, bro, I didn't get in shape or exercise or do anything like that. Chris, I swear to God, I caught my first game. Chris, I went home and both of my legs, like my thighs on down, bro, black and blue. I I don't know what I did, but black and blue. Chris, I didn't miss a game. I didn't go to the doctor. I didn't have thigh surgery, bro. Okay, bro. None of that. So, yeah, okay, bro. Oh, you tore a peck. Poor little baby. You got a little scar. Give me a freaking... Bro, look at look at Kurt Angle. Like, are you kidding me? You have the audacity to show I tore a peck and I got a little boo-boo and Kurt Angle has broken his neck 85 times. Like, seriously, bro? Really? Olympic medal with the broken. Oh, exactly. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, man. Yes. I also played baseball. You know what uh, position I played? Let me guess. Chris, what's your height? 6'1". Wow, that's pretty big. 6'1", man. I'm going to say third base. Nope. I played catcher. Oh, really? Wow, 6'1", bro. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Indeed, indeed. Uh, we got Scott Smith, $5 Super Chat. Request for Joey again. I just want to say my dad thinks that Austin Theory and Finn Balor are twins. Keep <laughs> with the great work, Vince and Dr. Chris. Bro, you know what's so funny, Scott? That, that's our Aussie friend or from the land down under our friend, Scott. He, here's a funny thing with those two guys. First of all, I, I, we, we were talking about Triple H being bald. I, I, I don't know what Finn Balor's haircut is. I, I I don't I don't know that. And bro, Chris, tell me how old Finn Balor is, please. Uh, he was born the same year I was, eighty one, I believe. So how old is he? Uh, he'll be forty two this year. Forty two, bro, and he's walking around with a haircut that a twelve year old has. Okay, that that's number one. And then you got Austin Theory, who who who's who's got the straggly beard that yeah. looks like absolute crap if he was cleanly shaven to his face it would look so much better i don't know what it is with these guys i i I don't know if if they intentionally want to look bad because if if they are then i'm wrong because quite frankly you all look pretty bad bro he's uh he's trying to be hip man he's trying to he's trying to be hip uh, so what what is hip looking like you're 12 is is that the new is that you know is that uh that pretty boy look man oh my god yeah please pretty boy look uh let's see we got uh johnny slice back with five (laughs) dollars yeah very i like johnny's all over it tonight next time cody whines about his injuries the crowd just ch- chant stardust i think that that would be perfect if he was a heel I think yeah. and cool. what a lame bro out of nowhere oh we want you to join judgment day so we can have a match tonight like oh my god i was so confused by that i'm like why are you trying to recruit cody to be a part like randomly on a raw like three weeks after mania 
Oh, I just want Cody Rose to be a part of uh, Adjustment Day all of a sudden. What? And, bro, here's another thing. Chris, do you remember I was saying about three months ago, you can't have all of Judgment Day out there. You yeah. can't have a four-on-one every single time. So, bro, we went from that to none of them to yeah. having yeah. any backup now w- with no explanation. Yeah. There's no explanation why they don't come out as a group and they don't have backup anymore. There's yeah. absolutely no explanation anymore. Correct. Indeed. Rollin 499. Are you guys yes. sure that Cody Rose returned heel? He was clearly over tonight. The crowd was definitely happy to see him, and he got a little emotional. Chris, I'm ju- I'm just going to say, roll, Roland, uh, honestly, bro, and I'm not taking anything away, but I know how the WWE works because I've been there. Bro, you honestly don't know what's being piped in to sweeten that crowd noise. You, you, you don't know, bro, because they do it all the time, Roland. So I'm sure he was over. But I don't know if he was that over. I think that Cody is over. I mean, I, th- I, think, I think that he's still in the honeymoon phase. I, I still, I still think that he is. Honestly, Chris, let me ask you a question. Yep. T- takes off the cut flinks. D- does the Chippendales? Oh, I got a little boo boo. Mm-hmm. Why are they cheering him? I think because of uh, the steam that came from the Dusty documentary. I think that's I think that's helped him continue because around Mania time he was starting to get some booze and I think that's because I, I said that on the show that he started to get some booze and I started to notice that but I think that that the steam that came from that Dusty documentary was so good it was a it was an amazing documentary and I personally think that that's that helped him a lot regain some steam as a babyface. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't see that, but I can understand that. It was a great. It was it was a fantastic. It was an amazing documentary. Yeah. So it was really good. Uh, Roger, two dollars super chat, bro. A new belt. I'm inspired. I missed the eagle look. We'll talk about the belt in a little bit. Thank you for your super chat, uh, Roger. Yeah. Uh, what match, Chris? Uh, what match did we say last week right after the show was going to be on this week, Chris? LWO and uh, Oh, did we say that, Chris? Did we Did we say that's why they did all that last? Did we did yeah, Chris? Oh, please. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, oh, it's clear. It's it's definitely clear. We we knew that that was going to happen. Uh, uh so Bloodline did defeat in LWO. So, Vince why the LWO? Like they 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 were Legado, Legado del Fantasma with Santos Escobar. You know they did a thing with him, Santos and Ray kind of hooking up. Ray gives them like guys uh, christens them uh, to be the new LWO, but they have just totally just desecrated and and, and diminished the aura that the LWO had. They lose all the time. They're basically Ray, Ray Mysterio's job guys. Why do the LWO thing if this is what you get from? Bro, you know what it's like? Here's another baseball reference. Bro, remember the great Roy Hobbs in the natural? Remember Roy, Roy Hobbs, bro, yeah. Robert Redford in the natural. <laughs> bro, it's like the great Roy Hobbs. Remember he had that that bat, that, that tree got hit by lightning and he made the bat out of it? Bro, it's like the great Roy Hobbs retiring and handing that bat to a rookie 
Yeah. And every time the rookie steps up to the plate using Roy Hobbs as bad, he strikes out. <laughs> Literal. Who, do, who does that, bro? Outside of wrestling, who, bro, remember Creed? Didn't Creed give Rocky? Who gave Rocky the trunks that he wore in Rocky One? Remember that? Apollo Creed. Yes. Apollo Creed gave him the trunks that he wore, you know, in, in the first Rocky. Like, who who does that, bro? Where Ray gives the Ray endorses them, and then they go out there and get yeah. beat. Who, do, who does that, bro? Uh, it, it was it, it. just doesn't make sense to me. Why even? Why even do it? Like, what was the point of even doing it? Eat time. Um, Eat time. It, it, but the thing is, Ray could have just been cool with you know Santos and and company. Instead of christening them with an LWO, you know, reincarnation for nothing. I mean, it, it just doesn't make yep. any sense to me whatsoever. Yep. It, it's ridiculous. Uh, Bianca Belair backstage interview inter uh, interrupted by damage control. Um, a little bit of dissension with your girl EO. Uh, she's EO Sky now, not EO Shirai. She's EO Sky. Uh, she looks at bailey and dakota and she was like you know basically i didn't say that about you know wanting a, a match tonight with us i wanted a match tonight with bianca so there you go there's your time oh, bro they're building up the big breakup of damage control yeah. that we're we're all sitting on the edge of the seats bro <laughs> waiting for this thing to just implode so if it seems like eo would be the one that would break away from the the group now does she make a babyface turn and become a? I can't wait to see those E. What? Who is it? E? What's her name? Again? EO Sky. EO Sky. Yep. I can't wait to see those EO Sky Dakota Kai matches, man. I hope they go 30, oh, 40 man. minutes. I hope yeah. they go forty minutes on Raw, man. I can't. I can't wait to get those. Barn burners, ladies. And yes. Yeah. Clinics, clinics, if you will. <laughs> the old barn burner, Chris. Yes, <laughs> we have uh, uh, Jay Uso confronting by Sami Zayn. Uh, I was actually personally cool with the weaving in to this because it made a storyline. It made a story feel to it. And so at least, you know, I'm going to put this over as far as just a couple of planting seeds. You know, I'm cool with that because that does create a bit of suspense. What do you think? Though? But don't you think we've kind of been regurgitating I this? Agree. Story yeah. now? Like we, we, yeah. we've, we've done this, bro. When, yeah. when, 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 J when Jay, turned on sammy a couple of weeks ago on raw remember that yes. bro that should have been the end of it we we we've yeah. done all we've done all this already bro when he made that turn and blood is thicker than water that should have been the end of it why are we revisiting this i think it's kind of like an evergreen you know topic because i agree with you i, I definitely think that when jay made it he already made his decision so why are you you know talking to him again as if he didn't already kick your head off you know what i mean multiple times so i i, I get that uh but i'm like okay so at least it's causing me to it's causing intrigue and i'm looking for anything at this point you know to put over and so yeah. i'm like okay so can we get it did kind of give me a, a feeling of okay did you have you completely closed the book on Jay versus Roman and do a full circle? Because I keep saying, and I've said this many times on the show, on, on, on our, our shows, I think Jay Roman should be a match. I think Jay Roman should come full circle 
and I think Jay should be Roman. Now, for the title, no. I'm fine with it not being for the title. But I do think Jay Roman should come full circle. I would actually be fine with Jay Roman at SummerSlam. I'd be fine with that. And and by that time, you've already had Cody uh, probably beat Roman already because you'll probably have Cody beat Roman at at, at Saudi. Uh, And so I do think uh, Cody, Jay Roman would be cool at SummerSlam. Uh, but there's some there's some talks of solo Roman. Uh, why though? Like, the, do you turn Roman face and have solo go against them? Who do you think Roman's opponent should be at SummerSlam? I'd rather it be solo claiming that he's the new head of the table or some some yeah. jazz like that. I don't know. Though. He needs a mouthpiece. Like his whole gimmick is barely talking. You know, he's barely said he said like a line on SmackDown. Yeah. So he would need a mouthpiece. Who would be a who would be a good mouthpiece uh for the bloodline? Uh well, uh Roman can have uh the real Paul Heyman. Uh Solo could have will have the animated uh Paul Heyman. Okay. They'll yeah. Clone him and animate him. Yes. There yeah, make him a cartoon character yes. and let him go out there, which would be awesome. Yes. I'm not I'm not into I'm not solo on Roman and solo yet. I mean, you can't you can't do something with it, but hmm. What I, about I, Naomi? Naomi's uh she's done. She's done with the well, uh, what about if they come up with something and she she manages them and Roman never went to bat for her and the way you treat my husband and blah 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 blah. I'd be up for that. The only thing is when she was with Team Bad, I just think that Naomi is a weird heel. I just I just really didn't it didn't click with me. I like the glow. I think yeah. it's one of those things that if it works, you know, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. I think when they brought Naomi back with the glow gimmick, that was perfect for her. Like she yeah. used to be a cheerleader. Like it, it's perfect. It's always <clears throat> think about gimmicks for baby faces that can transcend generations and that can be high merch sellers and, 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 and be inspiring to kids. The glow gimmick did that. And that's the reason why to me, she was grossly underused because she could have been just the next John Cena, really. I mean, yeah. she could have had that type of transcending feel to her when it came to merch and inspiration for yeah. little kids, but they, they they dropped the ball on her very much, man. Bro, speaking uh, of dropping the ball, see, this is what I don't get about them. So Becky's not been on the show for two straight weeks now. Bro, did you see anything that Trish did to Becky that would have kept her off the show? Shouldn't they, if she wasn't going to be on the show the next two weeks, yeah. shouldn't she have gotten some really big yeah. heat? Yeah. Shouldn't she have done something devastating to Becky? She's not on for two weeks. Why? And then and then the 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 uh the uh interviewer is is asking the talent. Why isn't Becky here? Like, yeah. what, what kind of a question is that that you're asking Tristra? Why isn't Becky here? Yeah, that's that's a good point. You're asking your rival, your rival, why isn't he? Yeah, why? Oh, why is she? Yeah, well, yeah, like, did you talk to her earlier? Yeah, did yeah. you? Did she tell you why she? Like, what a stupid setup, bro. Yeah, I was trying to hitch a ride the uh from, from Becky Lynch the other uh, earlier today, and she said no, she can't be here. Like, right? You know, to your point, it just doesn't make sense. I, I do. Yeah, if she's going to be out for two weeks, they should have got heat on Trish. Yes, and I was about to say that. I think they should have done much more than just the back clobber, you know, and just, yeah, I agree. 
and just and a chick kick. I think there was a clobber to back and a chick kick. It was that, a that was waste. Stupid. And right. I think what they should have done is the gimmick where they, you know, they they put the chair, or you know, in the neck, you know, the head That's through fine. the chair, and, and do that. That that yep. could have took her off for a few. A few That's fine. Months. Yep. Uh, let's see. We got uh, the Street Profits and Shelton against. Bro, <laughs> this hurt business. I swear to God, bro, they're like the Energizer bunnies. You can't kill these guys. Yeah. Like every every three months, bro, these guys are gonna show up and have a match with somebody. No matter every single time they lose, bro. But you can't kill these guys. But you uh can't. But the crazy thing is, you literally have no idea. And we'll get to awesome sauces super chat here in a minute. Um. They they don't they have no idea what to do with them, because if you think about the history of the uh, Cedric and 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 Shelton Benjamin, so they left the hurt business. They were trying to get back with the hurt business, and then they had beef, and then they started going against each other, and then they fought, and then they tried to get back with the hurt business, and then they got you know rejected. And then they kind of had beef again, and then they went to like main event, and then they came back kind of as baby faces, and then they were talking backstage with with MVP, teasing a hurt business, and then now they just come out and and they're just back to losing again as a team. Like, they're are, are they okay with just collecting paychecks at this point? Oh yeah, absolutely. No, no doubt about it. No, yeah. and and you know what, bro? And God bless them. They're both pr- probably getting paid well. They 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 know at this point they're not going to do anything yeah. with them. Yeah. You know, they 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 wouldn't be in demand to go to AEW. For so sure. yeah, absolutely, man. You know, bro, yeah, you know, give, give you a role in the ring, and and yeah. they are give you a role in the ring. But yeah, bro, they they know, you know. I think that Shelton, especially at Shelton at this point, like, you know, the fact that he gets to still have been on their talent, you know what I mean? With, yeah, I agree. With, uh, and and it's just, he's just like, you know, I, I know that it's not going to be some big run or anything yeah. that I'm going to get again. And I'm if I was not in WWE, I definitely wouldn't be a hot commodity. I mean, Shelton Benjamin still looks fantastic, and he's still – he should definitely be an NXT uh, head – one of the lead trainers. I, I definitely think that should be – his thing but i think for now he's just like yeah you know i mean i get a a spot on raw and a nice paycheck if i wasn't with wwe i, I won't be a hot commodity to go to impact no, or AEW no, as an no, on-air talent no. so you gotta yeah. get you know you, you gotta think about that stuff when it comes to these names and when it yeah. comes to cedric uh I've, I've interviewed cedric before i know people like I, i'm cool with george south who helped train um cedric you know so many people who I know who know Cedric, uh, Caprice Coleman, someone else I know who used to team up with him in the Ring of Honor, they always say that he's a family man. You know what I mean? He, he's yeah. a family man, solid guy. Um, so, you know, kudos to him for just, you know, kind of doing what he's doing. To your point, Vince, I think a lot of times, you know, people do need to say something if they do want that spot. But if the thing is, if your stock isn't going to be as big as what they <laughs> what we see now just got to ride that wave and yeah yeah you know I mean? your money in the bank collect right. yep yep indeed awesome sauce 550 
Watching Bailey cut a promo is like watching Kevin Euclid's back. That's great. Good old Kevin Euclid's. I love that awesome sauce. That is, yeah, Bailey is awful with her promos, bro. Just, I, I don't know how you could have had so many reps and not improve. Yeah. Bro, I remember, and I, I've mentioned this, Chris. Guys, go back and look at Charlotte's early work. She was like a deer in the headlights cutting promos. And when the fans would start chanting, she would lose it. Yeah. Bro, look at how much she has improved That's over the voice. years. Yeah, yeah, Bailey has done this from day one, bro. Zero improvement. I, I just think I, I think it's because she's miscast. Like I've said this before. I, I just think she's miscast. Yeah. I mean, just just the 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 gimmick with the damage control now and just, it, it's just, it, it never grew legs to me. It, it yeah. never did. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're talking about nearly nine months old at this point. It just never grew legs and, wow. I, and I, they need to split it up. Just her as a heel, her as a heel during COVID worked uh, because it was different. And she really, she really did a lot with it. She was very successful too. One of the longest reigning SmackDown champions. So it worked, but, you know, there, there's some there's certain people who are just like lifelong baby faces and lifelong heels, and they make the turn to make their heelness or their baby faceness even stronger. Like Flair's a heel; he's a lifelong heel, so he'll have like you know little baby face spats, you know, during you know Starcade uh, when he was going against Harley, and then when he came back when he went against Vader at Starcade '93. Those moments are turns for flair. But at the end of the day, you know, he's the dirtiest player of the game. You know what I mean? And so, like, and there's certain baby, there's certain heel turns that have happened that kind of spruce it up a little bit to make your baby face turn, you know, make your baby face stock even better. I think with Bailey, they really need to go ahead and peg her as a, as a baby face because she really fits in that role well. The heel thing to me is just it's just awkward at this point. Yeah. They need to they need to go ahead and make that decision. Four ninety nine super chat from Joseph Gonzalez. Montez Ford has massive potential and is being held back by Dawkins. Split the profits now, so his prime years won't be wasted. The tag team division is dead. I've said this before. I, I think that they should split. Um, I think they're going to do that at the split. Yeah, and, and that's that's when I think they should split. Like I said before, I don't want to see Angelo, Angelo Dawkins do the whole jealousy gimmick, and you know, then you have the 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 tag team partner that doesn't really get the main event slot. You know, what I mean, it's like a lot of times when you see these tag teams, there's one that goes up and there's one that goes yeah. down. And so I, I hope that, you know, you usually do the I'm jealous of you. Just don't do that. I just feel so contrived. And, yeah. just, and so I think if, like I said, if you if you split them, they'll have equal treatment. They'll have equal opportunity to do something. And that's what, yeah, that's your opportunity to to make Montez a star. I, I, I agree. I think he's a star. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. We have any more super chats uh, here. We have Johnny Slice is back in the building. 
Cedric and Shelton need to change the WWE. Should be working with us as the shirt business. Yes. Oh my God. That is, bro, I swear to God, Johnny, that is a great angle. That is a great gimmick, bro. They they got they don't have a spot for them, but there's a spot on merch, and we. <laughs> that is tremendous. Yes, not the hurt yes. business, ladies and gentlemen, but yes. the hurt business. I like. I, I mean, that. at least they'll give them something. Ladies yes. yes. Uh, next we have uh, Triple H cutting. Let's let's here we go. Let's wow. talk about the uh, World Heavyweight Championship. He says, you know, Roman Reigns. Uh, you know, he's earned it, but at the same time. You know, they, they, you guys need a champion that, uh, it's going to be here. And so therefore at, um, at uh, night of champions on, in May, the end of May, um, we're going to have crown a new world heavyweight champion and, and they're calling it the world heavyweight championship, which I'm, I'm glad that they're doing that again. And so he, so the, basically what he said is Roman, whatever he, wherever he gets drafted, he's going to keep the WWE undisputed uh universe the undisputed wwe universal championship so that's a blending between the wwe and the universal so are they going to merge that belt together Bro, it's, 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 it's the way these bubble heads do things that like you you watch this and if you have a brain in your head you're like b- basically what triple h said was this and bro, that WWE universe, like, bro, they'll buy anything. Nope. Like, they, they'll buy any, no matter what you tell them, they'll buy. It. Here's what Triple H basically said: uh, Roman Reigns is going on a thousand day as the champion. Uh, nobody can beat Roman Reigns. Yep. Well, we're gonna have another belt over yep. here. Like, <laughs> real? That that that's how they did it, bro. Yep. Nobody could beat Roman, so we're we're just gonna have another belt. Yep. Oh my God, is, bro! Like that is Chris. Spot on, Vince. That is spot on. That's exactly. I mean, it's horrible, bro. Horrible. What you're saying is like, oh, okay, he's had it for almost three years now. No one can beat him. So therefore, we're yeah. going to make another consolation prize of someone who's second best, basically. So it's like, God, it's like just yeah. the way they do things, bro. They just, they are so creatively bankrupt, bro. It's not even funny at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the way I, I'm totally fine with uh, having two champions, I, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But the way you did it, though, like, it could have been much better than than having that. I I think you could have just merged, you know, the the the, the titles, and, and it's just like you you could have you could have had Cody lose, <laughs> you know. I mean, you could have had Cody beat Roman, you know, f- uh, for the belts, and then he could have been the one and say, you know, I mean, I respect the business, and you know, I I, I want to go ahead and, and relinquish this be- to give someone else an opportunity to have you know their shine or lead you know raw as i really focus on smackdown or focus on raw you could have done anything else than to make everybody to to admit basically that there's nobody as good as roman reigns i mean that's essentially come out come out and say both of our television partners usa network and fox both of our television partners want a want a champion that's true that's better than this (laughs) yeah that is better than what you did at least that explains it bro yeah and that's the truth too like like i think 
yeah, that's it right there. I think uh, essentially what you do is saying, you know, hey, look, you know, our, our, our partners, Fox and USA, like you said, I mean, you know, there's there's been some some issues going on with with Roman Reigns. You know, he, he can't commit all the time to both and, and both are having some issues with each other as far as Roman Reigns availability. Yeah. Therefore, we're going to go ahead and support and, and put him over, bro. One guy can't physically possibly, uh, you know, defend both belts on two shows. I, I mean, put put him over in the process. Yep. yep, absolutely. Yeah. But to do it, well, nobody beat him, so we're going to have another belt. Okay. Yeah. I think they should have just abandoned. I think they should abandon the universal championship. I think yeah. the, the blue belt. They just they they just need to do it. Completely. And bro, how many times did they go back and forth? We you know unified. No, we're not gonna. We're gonna. Yeah. Oh my! Make up your mind, man. Pick a direction and stick with it, man. And, still, and it still doesn't make sense because. Does Roman still keep two belts? Like exactly, you know I, mean? I have no idea, bro. So there's three belts now. Yeah. So is, all right, are you going to merge the two belts, or are you going to? Is there three belts now with Roman? St- and if Roman has two belts, and the other person just have the world champion, that's really still going to make Roman look better than the world champion because he's carrying two belts around. So they they've got to flesh this out a lot better than what they did here but with it, bro it doesn't matter because they'll buy anything yeah. they'll they'll buy anything bro it doesn't you, matter what do you think of the design i I'm, I'm i'm not a big belt guy like that bro like i'm a huge fan of the big gold belt man that's my favorite belt uh and i was like you know I, the jury's still out for me like i just I saw it and I was like, oh, that's not too bad. And I was just like, man, if if they only had the WWE logo on the plates, I would buy I would like it much better. Th- that gaudy WWE logo that they're trying to brand with all the belts that I just I just can't really click with that, man. I yeah. just I just can't do it. If it was just not so it just feels like an eyesore to me in the middle of that yeah. big, beautiful gold type of them I mean, of course they're trying to make a wwe version of the big gold belt which i'm fine with but it's just such an eyesore with that branding in the middle man so yeah if they took that away and just put it on the plates and just had like a a nice shiny big gold i'd, I'd buy in a lot more with that yeah. uh we have uh awesome sauce eleven dollars to the cat we won't try to such a lame move you're basically giving fans the new champion moment expect I think except it's not the one belt for the past three years. Imagine Rocky becoming That's a champion. great point. Awesome oh, sauce. Yeah. Great, there you go. Yeah. Great point. And Rollins got a great point too, man. Yeah. Here we go. Rollins. I thought, yeah, here we go. 999 for Rollins. <laughs> Let's not forget that in Triple H's promo, Rollins's promo, they both criticized Roman. Yep. I was about to talk about that when Seth came out. A uh, part-time schedule, thus devaluing the way that Roman gets a thousand days. Roman's a thousand days or a week. I, I was uh, going to get to that point when Seth cuts a promo making Roman look bad for being a part-timer. And, and Triple H is like, yeah, I know he negotiated that, but I'm like... Bro, can I give you guys a little back back office of what might be happening? Because this is the way, uh, th- this is the, way the WWE works, man. This is the way old Wrinklehead works. This is how it works. I swear to you guys... 
honestly, man, if if Roman Reigns, after all the work he's put in for the last X amount of years, God forbid Roman Reigns went to Vince and Wrinklehead and said, you know what, guys? I need some time off, man. I'm tired. I want to spend time with my family. I need some time off. Bro, they honestly, any any good employee would say, my God, bro, the job you've done for us over the last three years, yes. That's what any normal employee would say. Not the WWE, bro. They would punish you for wanting time off to be with your family. And that could be, Roland, that could be exactly why they went down that road. Oh, Ro- Roman wants time off? What, Roman Roman thinks he has us in the palm of his hand? Roman thinks he has all the power? No problem, bro. We'll just create another title. Bro, that's how they work. We've seen their pettiness over and over and over again. So if if this is the case, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yikes. So, I think I think you've got a fair point there. Uh and I, and the crazy thing is if there's anybody who deserves time off, it should be Roman Reigns. He's been right. champ for almost 3 years. Right. He's he's led the pack to record numbers, record pre-sales, uh, record quarters like i mean you you've got a, a, a solid uh storyline the best storyline you've had in a decade at least and so like for someone to lead the pack during that time and and then all of a sudden want some time off respectfully understandably at the again again roughly so may june july or your three um is is that 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 quarter that is kind of like a recovery, like kind of like a rebooting quarter. And it's and it's kind of like the off season. It's kind of like the off season for wrestling in a way. May, June, July, there's not nothing really big. Typically year to year, you have mania, you have more kind of like an off season where they just kind of make some things happen leading into SummerSlam. So in wrestling's off season, so to speak, Okay, this is the best time to let Roman Reigns take a breather and take the summer off because essentially you you with the draft you can make some things and move some things over where you don't even need Roman that much, especially since the bloodline uh, angles over. Perfect time to have him give him some time off, give him the summer off. Yeah, and, and bro, let, let's not forget, Chris. Let let oh by the way, uh, these are human beings that get tired. Correct. Like, <laughs> like, let, let's not let, like yeah. seriously, bro. Come yeah. on, man. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like, don't. This is a, this is sports entertainment. So everybody has an off season. Now, I get it. You know, I mean, I've said this before. I think wrestler. I think they should give a month or two off for every wrestler. I mean, if if the booking is good enough, you'll have you'll you'll give wrestlers opportunities to take some time off and still have times to have some good feuds and and bring that person back. I think everybody should have some time off. Everybody has an off season in every other sport. I mean, why not, you know, have wrestlers have off season in, in pro- professional wrestling. So uh, next we have Damian Priest cutting a backstage interview um, with Dominic Mysterio. This leads to a Bronson Reed vignette. 
Bloodline discuss the upcoming match on SmackDown locker room. More dissension there. So we have the babyface champions defeating Damage Control. Does this hurt Damage Control, Vince? <laughs> By losing? Wait, 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 wait. Does this or, hurt? That does Damage Control have any life? So the gimmick. So the, so the plan is for EO to. I mean, she's the number one contender. Right. When, I, when I just when I just see this, I was like, okay, thank God they didn't have some ridiculous gimmick where. Bianca gets pinned by EO in the tag match. And they need, if, if there's any of those teams that need to look strong, it needs to be the champs. Right. <laughs> so right. The champs yes. won this match, yes. you know, yes. so, and EO's not going to beat Bianca anyway. Bro, I think they're so done with damage control. And e even they have to realize, bro, this never worked. This never got over. We pushed it so hard. And, bro, let, let's face it, Chris. And you've spoken about this before, bro. They came out of the gate. Bailey came out of the gate with these two people from NXT. So if you're a casual fan, you don't have a clue who they are. They're not impressive looking. There was no story to why they were together. So from the get go, it meant nothing. They thought if we put the belts on them, bro, no, bro, it meant nothing. Thing. It no. was never over from day one, and it takes you guys nine months to figure that out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, ACW Online. <laughs> so the 30-day defend the title rule just doesn't apply now. I guess it doesn't fit the story. Didn't Lesnar do the same thing and people trashed it? Yeah, yeah. It was The thing is with Lesnar, though, Lesnar would be out two or three months and come back as champion. You know, at least Reigns were – at least Reigns was in a really, really good storyline for the past, you know, two and a half years. And so with Brock, though, he would legit just win the title and leave and, and then come back. So and, and to be honest with you, man, I, I don't mind stuff like that. I mean, like Hogan used to do the same thing back in the day. I mean, you think about all these long reigns, Bruno and Backlund and, and Hogan. They 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 had the feel of not being there all the time, so it elevated their prowess. It elevated their mystique. It, it brought that level of mystique. It made them look bigger. You know, what I mean, if they just weren't in the weeds with everybody every single week, and yeah. so I can respect that, man. I actually like it. Uh, you know, I I don't yeah. I don't argue with just uh, champions, world champions, not being there all the time and going into matches. I remember AJ Styles had the WWE championship. It was on SmackDown. I couldn't stand his reign because they would have him fight a reg, a, a, a match in the middle of SmackDown. He was with uh, James Ellsworth. You know what I mean? Like and he was feuding with Moxley and just having random matches. Like this guy does not look like a world. He doesn't look bigger than everybody. He just looks yeah. like everybody else. So yeah, I'm, I'm okay with reigns. Uh, feeling bigger but not being there every week yeah um next we have uh austin theory cutting an in-ring promo uh we have interrupted by bobby lashley lashley and theory uh brawl and then bronson reed comes in and gets involved and takes out theory gives him in the tsunami what do you think about this segment you know bro here's what i'm talking about too got here guys when you see two big guys like Lashley and Bronson Reed, bro, watch the way they punch compared to Sami Zayn. 
like, and bro, it wasn't crisp and it wasn't sharp. I mean, Chris, I, I go back to the Attitude Era, you know, because just because I review it, bro, because people like me to review it. Bro, when you see like Ken Shamrock in there and guys like those, they're snapping those punches. You know, even with Bobby and Bronson, it was a little slappy, mm -hmm. but they still look like, you know, the old haymakers. Mm -hmm. Not this, you know, just girly crap. Mm -hmm. That's why I like to see two real men fight yeah. because because i don't know what it is bro but the the bigger you are the less you seem to mamby pamby it mm. yeah i can see that and i i like how lastly brawls like he like he like he feels like he's in like some type of street fight like he's about to kick your butt you know yeah. what i mean he, he the facials has a lot to do with it too yeah. you know what i mean like a lot of times those punches that we see a lot they don't their facials are just wimpy you know what i mean like it yeah. just looks bad it, yeah you gotta you gotta bring that that aggression in the facials as well yeah um we get uh <laughs> we get your boy we get another uh segment with a bunch of people who could be a part of the the draft we get boogs we get elias we get alpha academy maxine dupree you know and, and uh positive ali so this leads to a match where he defeats Chad Gable. So he's playing the babyface this week because he's from Chicago. So what do you think, man? I just, bro, you know what's funny now? I guess, like, uh, Baron Corbin is at head of the rotation now. Yeah. Remember, he was showing up, like, every weekend. Okay, well, Corbin's gone now. Like, oh, man, bro, there's just, there's zero continuity. Right. And and then the stuff they concentrate on, like Ali running around the, the, the ring with a victory, like yeah. he did with Zalf. Dolph four weeks ago what does it mean <laughs> like really am i tuning in next week to watch ali bro run around the ring nope because he won't because he'll probably be losing so uh he, he won because he was in chicago that was yeah. uh that was a uh, you know a thank you to the crowd that uh, we're gonna have one of your own you know win tonight as a way to you know keep them keep them alive uh, we get uh, we got a super chat, I believe. Uh, AW Online four ninety nine. Back in the day, they would stomp their feet while punching to make it sound more impactful. That's gone now. So, yeah, now it's just uh, now it's just slapping your leg. Yeah, That's, yeah. Now, now you get the leg, leg slap. Um, next we have uh, more Jimmy Uso, some more of the Usos and and Zane. I do want to talk about this real quick. Um, so Saudi is not, not champions is, um, uh, May the 27th. So that's a month from now. And S Sammy doesn't go to the Saudi events. So the get, so, so the theme of, of night of champions is defending all the titles. And so it seems as if the, Usos might get the titles back from KO and Sam, uh, Sammy if they're not going to be gone. You know, they're not going to be there to defend them. Usos probably get it back on Friday and then start a feud with someone that leads into Night of Champions. Do you think that's possible since Sam That's very, very, very possible, bro. Very yeah. possible. Yeah. Wow. So that means that all of this, 
all all of this, you know, bloodline and and all of the, you know, uh, passion and emotion that comes with it ends three weeks later on a SmackDown. Less than less than less than a month later on a SmackDown. So kind of kind of anticlimactical uh finish there. Uh we get awesome sauce five fifty. Lost the match with Snook and Backlund from the yep. Gotten in '82, where Snook missed the cage dive. Everything Snook yep. did, Chris, crazy how bad it is now. Yeah, I mean, because okay. people people respected the business more, man. You know, they 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 earned their spot. They wanted to. They they cared about just playing who they were, their character, and it wasn't just some. You know, we'll we'll get a big payday. And we'll just go to the next town. You had to earn everything you did. man. And not only that, bro, not only that, they looked at it as a business and they made each other money. So when Snooka is wrestling Backlund, bro, Backlund wants to make Snooka look great. Snooka wants to make Backlund look great. We want to put backsides in seats. I mean, that what it's, it's bro. Do you really think that there is anybody on this roster today outside of, you know, the top guys who understand business, the Brock Lesnar's, the uh, Roman Reigns's? Do you think there's anybody on these rosters that are thinking about making their opponent look good? They're not thinking about that, bro. They're thinking about, you know, getting their, you know, what in that's what they're thinking about back then, bro. The guys relied on each other to get each other over. The more we're over, the more money we're going to make. So they worked together. Hogan did that with every heel, bro. Bundy and Stud and you name it, bro. The more he lifted those guys up, the more money was in the program. That is just gone today, bro. Now it's just singing. You know, yes, yeah, and we'll get to that too in a minute. Indeed, Johnny Slice is back. On the show. So get ready, for, uh, get ready for your butt um bump after Johnny Slice's uh, cut, the, the drum get roll. Ready yeah. for that. Go ahead, bro. I only get behind the alpha counter, they agree to change their names to the sheesh bags. Very yes, very but um bump. Yes, indeed. I, I've got I, 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 yeah, here what is that cackling chickens it's cackling laughs vince come on come on you, you like the old stew just uh back in the day man he's on a roll tonight bro yes, what a roll man much. um we have uh who's next uh cody rhodes and Finn balor what do you think of that, man? Bro, what are the odds of Finn Balor winning this match? Again, we, we talk about this every week, man. Like, come on, bro. So great. They're going to have a Matt five-star Matt classic. Whoopee, bro. Like, and where Cody's does, going over. Where does Finn go from here, Vince? I don't know, bro. To the barber? <laughs> <laughs> what he does, I don't, who knows, bro? Who knows? He's who knows? supposed to be he's supposed to be the the kind of like the de facto leader, and he's got the worst of the bunch. You you've got Damian Priest is gonna be highlight on a show against Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico. Yeah, you, you have Rhea Ripley, who's the SmackDown Women's Champion, and who you have Dominic, who's one of the biggest heels of the of the company now. 
and then you have Finn Balor. Is is Rhea Ripley in a program? Uh, yes and no. Like they were doing the LWO and uh, Judgment Day thing. So since it was weird, I was at SmackDown on um, uh, Friday doing uh, covering for for Sportskeeda, doing some some work for Sportskeeda, and. I heard. I, I wasn't even paying attention to the promo because I really wasn't even paying attention to a lot of it. And so I heard, and I watched it back, or I saw it saw it back in some post that she said on the on the Tron that I might be weak, I, I might be short and weak or something like that, but I'm Puerto Rican. So that was like her pitch to go against Rhea Ripley for the championship. Who said this now? Zelina Vega. Oh God. And so because she said something, because she said that that was her pitch to become the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Champion. So now she's going against Rhea Ripley at Judgment Day. At, okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, she'll go, she'll go over. Yeah, sure she will. Royal in 1999. <laughs> True. Hogan wasn't there every week, but it's hard to compare Raw and SmackDown weekly primetime shows to those old 12 p.m. noon Sunday superstars and Sunday wrestling challenge shows. Austin and Rock were at every Raw and SmackDown. You got something there, Vince? I do have something to say, Roland, because it, it all depends, bro. Because if you told me tomorrow, Roland, if, if I was the head writer of SmackDown and Raw, and you told me tomorrow, okay, man, uh, Roman Reigns, you know, whoever the champion is, can be prominent on both shows, but they're not going to wrestle. Hmm. I would have no problem with that. Yeah. I would be able to think of so many creative ways, bro, to get them on the show, things that they could do. Bro, you, you know, Roland, when, when you look at Austin, look at all those things he did, Chris. You know, fill, filling the Corvette up with uh, – with cement, driving the Zamboni in, driving the beer truck in, throwing the, the belt off the river. Yeah. Look at all those. They were doing all those things, bro, so they didn't have to work matches every week. Yeah. That was the whole point of doing all that stuff. I, I just think that's, that's thrown out the window today, Roland. So, yes, it would be more difficult, but if you were a little bit more creative, they they could work less and would be doing other things on the show. Yeah, that's true. And 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 Austin wasn't always there every week either. So uh, I, I remember vividly that uh, there would be times actually where he would have some issues with uh, WWE and he wouldn't be there for for a while. So uh, and plus injuries and things like that too. So that you had to uh, schedule around you had a book around that too so yeah um so they, they weren't there all I, I do understand what you're talking about i, I do understand the comparison the, the comparison makes sense but at the same time we're talking about long reigns though austin and rock never had a, a very lengthy long reign right. neither one right. of them did. so no. that's that is that is kind of apples to oranges because we're talking about someone who has been champ for almost three years yeah. compared to the much shorter reigns of austin and rock you can have those title changes. You can have uh, the title change be a part of the story, but you, you don't have that with Reigns. So because you have a lengthy title reign, and we haven't seen a lengthier title reign in this generation, the last time we, see, we saw a lengthy title reign was Hogan, and yeah. Hogan had a lengthy title reign because he wasn't there all the time. 
So it, it is, you know, it is a comparison there for sure. Um, then we're gonna we're gonna end up with what? Uh, we get the Seth Rollins. Here you go. Seth Rollins cut anywhere in promo, interrupted by Omos and MVP. We randomly get this match for backlash. Yeah, and not only do you randomly get this match, then then Rollins is kind of in the face of Omos and cutting a heated promo. And I'm I'm standing there and I'm like, what are you mad at him for? Yeah. Yeah. Like what? What? What did he do? Like, where's the heat, bro? That you're getting up in his face and you're cutting this promo. All he did was walk out. Like, yeah. what? Why are you so? If he was ever going to laugh, th- this would have been the time to laugh because there's no heat there, bro. None. I think he even made a tweet because he didn't even know. Like, he found out that uh, he was going to go against Omos. Like when they announced it. Um, this week this past weekend so he uh he had like a a meme of uh jim carrey saying all righty then because wwe announced it like this weekend that seth rollins was going to go get so moss so he so apparently he didn't know either and when we saw when people saw that it was like seth rollins versus Omos. like is it like is it has it gotten so bad that you can't even make stories after WrestleMania to make it make sense. You're just throwing matches together. Oh, you saw that fan base there. They'll buy yeah. anything, oh, well. Chris, <laughs> anything. I, and I don't understand that mindset, bro, because, you know, I'm, 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 I'm such a huge fan of, of John Wick. And, and if there is a John Wick 5, you can't just give me anything and I'm going to be satisfied. Bro, remember Rocky Five? They tried to give us anything. And what did we do? We, we rioted, bro. We rioted. But you can give this fan base anything and they will buy it, bro. That's that's why they played to the house so much. Yes. Because, they, you, know, yes. Like, you know, hey, we're, we're, we're impenetrable when it comes to the yes. house. We, yes, we, we, you're we right. You're not wrong. You all right. Chris, this was my favorite thing of the night. So we go to the locker room with Owens and Riddle, and Sammy comes in, and Owens cuts a promo on him of where have you been all night. Bro, he's been on TV all night. (laughs) What what are you, like an imbecile, bro? Like, he's been on TV 14 times tonight, but you don't know where he is, bro. Like, this yeah. is what I mean, bro. It's so, it's so idiotic. It's not even funny, bro. Now we know that Kevin Owens does not watch the products. Oh, my <laughs> God, bro. Seriously? I mean, you wouldn't ask somebody, where's Sammy? Oh, yeah, yeah. well, he was just over there, yeah, cutting, just, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, bro, I got to tell you, Chris, let's talk about this because th- this is big. And I've I've got a little bit of a problem with this because we're starting to see this more and more. I got a problem with this, Chris. So we got Mysterio and uh, Damian, Damian Priest. Here comes Bad Bunny in the limo. Um, uh, uh, Damien throws the chair. DQ, he gets heat on Ray. Mm-hmm. And here comes Bad Bunny with a kendo stick. Bro, I got to tell you, not anybody, okay, including – bro, listen, I, I know – bro, I swear to God, the first time I ever heard of Bad Bunny was through the WWE. 
Then I researched them and, you know, the Grammys and everything. Obviously, bro, the dude's a big deal in the music world. I mean, Chris, would you call the dude a rapper? Yeah, I think he's like a Spanish rapper. Okay, here's my problem, bro. This is the WWE. This is a wrestling product, bro. This is your brand. Bro, a rapper shouldn't be able to come off the street and beat up one, you know, beat up one of your wrestlers, bro. And bro, they've done this with Logan Paul now. They, they've had a, I don't know, a YouTube w- w- influencer. They've had a YouTube influencer come off the street and wrestle just as good as their main. Bro, why are you doing this? But, you know, back in the day, bro, you would have your celebrities and maybe, bro, the, the, the celebrity would be with the baby face heel and that's how the celebrity would get his shot. In. I mean, the celebrity would be with the baby face. That's how he would get his shot in against the heel. Yep. Bro, these guys are coming off of the street and from other industries and they're beating up your wrestlers? Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't understand the mindset, Chris. Select, well, they WWE knows that they haven't built someone bigger than the business, and that, and they so what what do they have to do to make the business look bigger? They literally have to get someone who's bigger than the business, right? The business to and make that's not bigger. good, and that's because you're bury, you're burying the business yes. and your company, bro. Exactly. You know. They you are. know what Damian, bro. You, you know what Damian Priest would do to Bad Bunny in a, in, in a legit fight. Look look at the size of that dude, bro. He's like twice Bad Bunny size. Yeah. So I mean, back in the day, the two of the people I thought was when you were talking about bringing celebrities in, I thought of Cindy Lauper, Mr. T. Now, Cindy Lauper came in. Captain Laura Bano was huge. I mean, she did. She didn't come because the business needed a celebrity. It was a good promotion for a crossover. Mr. T came in, and he definitely wasn't bigger than Hulk Hogan was. Hulk Hogan was massive at that time, so it was a crossover move. But it didn't. It, it, he wasn't bigger. He didn't. He didn't look bigger than everybody else. You know what right. I mean? But when they bring in these celebrities, they look and feel bigger than everybody else does. Yeah, that's a not huge good. difference between now and then. Yeah. Yeah. And your point is 1,000%. They, they, they need to bring over outsiders who are over. Correct. Because yeah. their guys aren't over. That's, <laughs> yeah. not, that's not a good position to be no. in. Bro. <laughs> no. It, it, it's really a testament to how they're booking their talent man no one feels over so they have to pull someone who's literally bigger than the business because they're not grooming anyone in the business to feel bigger bro i i, I got i gotta say this bro because i'm reading a lot of comments i'm i'm reading a lot of comments here tonight guys you you I, i'm telling you bro because i know what this takes Okay, I know what it takes to to write two weekly television shows. I did it for a very long time. Chris, they're trying, you know, the last couple of weeks since the uh, Endeavor uh, deal. Mm -hmm. Now they're trying to put all the heat on Vince with with this creative. Guys, Vince is 77 years old. I promise you, bro, Vince does not have the energy to be doing all this himself. I promise you. The Vince I worked with, bro, I I remember when I was there, Chris, and we celebrated Vince's 50th birthday. 
I, I, I remember that, okay? Bro, he's 77, guys. He does not have the energy, bro, to, to be running around like a lunatic, writing, producing, and directing two shows. Yep. You, you got to stop, bro. Like, all, all of a sudden, it, it was great when Triple H was doing it, and now Vince is doing it again, and his fingerprints are all over this show. That's BS, bro. Stop. When Triple H was here, what did Triple H do, bro? He rehired people Vince fired, and he put NXT people that weren't ready on television. That's it. Yeah. Triple H did. Give me, give me one character Triple H created when when Vince was at home. Give give me one, bro. Give me one storyline Triple H created when Vince was home. You got to stop with this lame, oh, bro, it, yeah, the show stinks now because it, it Vince is here, but it was great when Triple H was here. Meanwhile, bro, it's the same exact show. And to your point, Vince, the people he hired back, he didn't do a good job with. No. Uh, we just Cross. talked about we talked about uh, uh, the uh, damage control. We we just, that's the perfect example. Damage control, Dexter Loomis. Uh, Candice LeRae, Johnny Gargano, like like you, <laughs> you you keep bringing people back and you're not doing a good job with the Carrying Cross. He got fired, but he came back from Triple H. Like they're not doing a good job with any of these talents. So you're bringing all this talent back to make them look just as bad as they were, and sometimes even worse than they were before they before they left. So that's not really a good testament to your booking. Now. There were some things that, uh, I mean, like Triple H, I imagine, so Vince left last summer. So I would say the bloodline story was pretty good from the end of last summer to the beginning. But we also know, bro, that had to do a lot with the people involved. We we, we know with Heyman and Reigns, we know that had a lot, they had a lot to do with the success. Yeah, I wasn't completely a Triple H thing, but I do like the fact that Triple H, people saying hit row, yeah, that's a good point too. Yikes. Um, Yeah, I do, I I would say Heyman has a lot, because Heyman's a a genius when it comes that stuff when it comes to storyline and and it has been said that Heyman has had a lot to do with the bloodline development and the story so you know kudos to him for that all right I think there's one more super chat before we go uh and that was I think Johnny's back yeah Johnny Slice five dollars that bunny seems like the arch nemesis of Santa Claus. I'm going to need to see a holiday hell and a cell match between these two. Book and McMahon. Bad Bunny versus Santa Claus. Yes. yes. I think you and him would work very well in Rocky Mountain Pro. Man. I think, yes. I think yes. It'll yes. be really cool. All right, my man. Uh, let I mean, the I'm just saying, bro, like you guys, you know, if you honestly think a 77-year-old man is writing five hours of television a week, you're you're out of your mind. You're at, you're out of your mind. Does he have the final say? So yeah, bro, he has the final say. So he is not creating everything you're seeing on TV, bro. Yeah. I mean, and he hasn't been for almost come a year. On, man. Like, <laughs> let, 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 let's, let's just be honest, bro. Come on, come, come on. Because you know why? No, nobody was going to bury the show when triple H was in charge. Nobody, bro. And what, what, what did he do? Tell me what, what he did. 
I think that people are saying a lot of people are defending Triple H because he's the lesser of two evils uh, when it comes to McMahon versus Triple H. But just because you're the lesser of two evils, so to speak, doesn't make you not evil. You right. know what I mean? It, 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 doesn't right. make, it doesn't make you good. It still makes That's you right. evil. And so I think uh, with Triple H, uh, you know, there's some good and some bad. I, I think um, giving Paul Heyman a lot of say when it comes to the bloodline, I respect that. Um, but the people he brought in, man, I mean, they haven't done a really good job. I mean, Braun Strowman's another person, you know what I mean? So yeah. it just they, they've he's really misused a lot of his rehires, man. So uh, that's that's Triple H's thing. So you, you gotta, gotta I, I agree with you, Vince. There, I think you brought a good point. All right, let the listeners know about the fantasy football and all things uh, channel attitude. Yeah, guys. Uh- all my shows with everybody we have on there from, you know, Stevie Ray to Stevie Richards to Disco, EC3, you name it, bro. We got so much talent on there. Russo'sBrand.com. We got multiple podcasts every week. If you are a fantasy baseball player, bro, I got a Patreon for fantasy baseball. Patreon.com forward slash B. I will give you fantasy tips every other day, bro, that will help you win your league. Nice. Patreon.com forward slash VRFBB. Uh, go check him there. Go check me here with Sports Kita, of course, Pancakes and Power Slam show. We have a great time every single Tuesday night following Unscripted, uh, and we have a good, good job. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, Vince Russo, Dr. Chris, ladies and all, have a good night, buddy. Solo.